20-Minute History is an independent operation made possible with the help of listeners like you. If you'd like to support the podcast, you can do so through the Acast supporter feature linked in the episode notes, or by going to patreon.com slash 20minhistory. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey everyone, David here and welcome to a P.T. Barnum bonus episode. I want to expand upon the ideas I expressed in my last episode, so if you haven't given that one a listen already, I highly recommend you do so before you move on with this one. So one of the things I had hoped to demonstrate in my last show is that the decisions that P.T. Barnum made in the pursuit of entertainment are, at the very least, morally questionable. And when I say that, I'm not really referring to his intentionally misleading his audience, even though I recognize that that might be quite morally objectionable to some people. And the reason that I'm not really interested in condemning it is very much the same reason that I'm not interested in condemning pro wrestling. Both offer entertainment, and if the audience walks away entertained, then I don't really care so much about how real it all was. But what seems to me more complicated than that is Barnum's history of exploiting society's others. For example, he paraded the What Is It Man around as an African savage for the entertainment of a white audience, he dressed Tom Thumb up as a war general for the amusement of the able-bodied, and, perhaps most problematically, enslaved Joyce Heth for enormous profit. I could go on, but I think you get my point. The things that Barnum did are absolutely unacceptable, at least by today's standards. And here I find it important to insert that I'm really not sure if it's even fair to judge Barnum by today's standards. Now, I realize that I was extremely critical of him in my main episode, mainly because I identify as a humanist, and I believe that actions should be morally judged based on the harm they do to fellow humans, which Barnum's undoubtedly did. But make no mistake, that moral philosophy seems not to have been the moral standard of the day, and though it's a controversial point to make, I think it has to be at least arguable that we shouldn't judge Barnum's character by today's moral standards. The question naturally arises, was P.T. Barnum a good person? It's a layered question, and honestly, I think it sort of depends on who you ask. Some may argue that morals are objective in some sense, whether God-given or determined by utilitarian principles, and so Barnum was objectively a bad person. Some others, like me, may argue that we can simultaneously acknowledge that Barnum's actions are unacceptable today and acceptable for when he lived. And others still may argue that morality is relative and judging Barnum depends entirely on your moral philosophy, and though I may not agree with all of these standpoints, I can at least see merit in all of them in some sense. What I think is much more difficult to argue is that Barnum's morals were ahead of his time. Maybe I'm wrong, but it seems to me that no matter where you align yourself in some of the moral philosophies we listed above, it seems blatantly apparent that if Barnum's show were to occur in the year 2020, it would not be received as progressive or diverse or aspirational. 
And yet, this seems to be exactly what 2018's The Greatest Showman wants you to believe. And it furthers its point with an oversimplified storyline plagued by lies of omission and flat-out falsehoods. Now, a quick disclaimer, this is not to say that every film or piece of media that contains historical inaccuracies is guilty of revisionism. But The Greatest Showman goes one step further and attempts to rewrite who P.T. Barnum was at his very core. To start, the film fails to address either Joyce Heth or the what-is-it character in any sense. In fact, it papers over Barnum's treatment of black characters even further by including an interracial romance in the film, something which the average person in the 1860s would have found socially reprehensible. To its credit, the film does address Tom Thumb, but it seemingly wants its viewers to believe that displaying someone with dwarfism actually made little people more visible and acceptable in 19th century society. This is patently not the case. General Tom Thumb was an oddity to be ogled at, plain and simple. And though the film does portray Barnum as selfish, manipulative, and short-sighted at some points, these character flaws are never so serious that our protagonist cannot be redeemed by the end of the film, and even praised by his harshest critic for creating a show that is, quote, a celebration of humanity. It is my opinion that examining Barnum and his circus requires much more nuance than TGS is ready to provide, instead opting for a simplistic character arc that neatly resolves itself in the final moments. I don't think it's controversial to say that Barnum's shows were not forward-thinking in the slightest, and for that, I find The Greatest Showman's insinuations that they were pretty repulsive. And that is where I've received a lot of pushback in the conversations I've had with people about this film. Folks claiming that I should go easy on the film because it's made for kids, that I'm really forgetting how big an impact Barnum had on show and entertainment today, and that is really what the film is choosing to focus on, and most troublingly for me, that the film really isn't doing much harm by leaving some stuff out and retooling the story for their own purposes. For the record here, I'm not forgetting about Barnum's impact on show business. In fact, I'm more than happy to acknowledge that. Nor am I forgetting that this film is largely for kids. Again, happy to acknowledge that. But historical revisionism is not something that should be treated lightly because as socially conscious actors, we do ourselves no favors by pretending that our past mistakes either were not mistakes or just flat out didn't happen. This is something that we seem to willingly acknowledge when it comes to, say, the Civil War, as right now we're witnessing a movement to correctly label slavery as the primary point of contention in America's bloodiest conflict. We are willing to recognize the harm that is caused by misinformation stating that states' rights were the primary cause and are rightfully trying to correct it. Yet when it comes to more mild figures like Barnum, we are more than happy to throw that same rationale out the window. For me, the fact of the matter is this. Barnum's exhibitions, museums, and circuses were not ahead of their time. They were, in fact, a decent distillation of social attitudes in the early to mid-19th century. They were not racially, sexually, or socially progressive by today's standards, and to that point, to the extent that any person was those things in this time, they were considered radical and not taken seriously. And most crucially, by creating media that ignores these glaring facts, we make it very convenient to underestimate the fights of socially marginalized groups to reach the point that they are at today. 
Because if we think for a second that audiences were willing to accept Barnum's celebration of humanity during his time, then we open ourselves up to believing that our past really wasn't so bad after all. That the horrible things that happened in our past were just due to a few bad actors and not to harmfully pervasive social attitudes. If we want to change the order of today, one of our first steps must be to take an honest look at where we came from and to earnestly understand how that led us to where we are. The greatest showman undeniably flies in the face of that pursuit. To make a bad joke, it blatantly attempts to rewrite the stars. And for that, I cannot and will not accept it. In closing, I'd like to leave you with the words of American writer and Barnum scholar Benjamin Rice. This quote is a brief excerpt from an interview he gave to the Smithsonian Magazine, and I think it perfectly wraps up my point here. The story of Barnum's life that we choose to tell is in part the story that we choose to tell about American culture. We can choose to erase things and dance around touchy subjects and present a kind of feel-good story, or we can use it as an opportunity to look at very complex and troubling histories that our culture has been grappling with for centuries. I've been David A. Bradbury, and thank you for listening. I'll see you next week. Want truly hydrated skin? Meet Osea's Body Care Breakthrough, Hyaluronic Body Serum. It's clinically proven to increase hydration by 161%. It's lightweight, fast-absorbing, and delivers 24 hours of hydration for silky smooth skin without any sticky afterfeel. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order with code SUMMER at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com code SUMMER.